Hi everyone, it's Sibor Marie Rodriguez and welcome back to my newest Singles and Celibacy. This is episode two and in this episode I am going to be discussing our first topic and where we're going to be getting into these episodes. So thank you for tuning in once again. I am so excited to be with you guys and to talk about this. This is something that I um, wanted to start for a while, I remember, and it took me a while to get it started because I was actually going through a season in my life where I was still struggling with my um, with my season and I was uh, still struggling in fornication. So I wanted to, I was in the situation where it was almost like, I was waiting to be perfect and I was waiting to get things right. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't struggling with anything before I started that podcast, you know? And what ended up happening is the podcast actually encouraged me and it actually helped me to keep me accountable as well, you know? And I, and I noticed that it started to help others uh, to keep them accountable as well. So I realized that sometimes God is waiting on us to do something and even though it would be scary it's like you say you're going to do something and then you're just so afraid to mess up and when you mess up you're like you know or you fall short from it you're like you know I'm a hypocrite because I'm saying this and I messed up so what happened was it actually would help me um, to be accountable you know, to be accountable. And even when I would fall, I would get back up and I would repent and I would, I would be accountable. So it was something that helped me. And it actually taught me to have, to give my own self grace. And I think that's something that's important. Oftentimes, oftentimes you guys will hear a lot of my messages. I might seem very stern about certain topics and things. And it's not because I'm mad at anyone or mad about the situation but it's like my grieving I have a different grieving regarding things versus someone else and someone else might see something as silly and I might be more passionate about it and I have to understand that everybody doesn't see it as the same importance and um those these are some things that I want to talk about in this specific as I'm going through this you know you're going to hear me talk about many topics abortion probably um pregnancy all these different things as to why I'm really passionate when it comes to what I'm talking about and so you guys can really hear my perspective a little bit better okay so in see in um episode two I'm going to be talking about why monogamy is my standard all right monogamy being my standard monogamy being a lot of other people's standard and the definition of my definition of what monogamy is because a lot of people assume that monogamy is just okay you're just tied down um you know you're just an an enslavement to one person like you can't go out with friends you gotta just be with your spouse all your life you know you can't go to the movies by yourself you can't go to your the movies with another uh friend you can't go to the movies with another guy friend or you can't do this or you can't do that and so many people get like they are are spreading false information false information around what it actually is you understand so what monogamy is for me and i'm gonna just be honest because if to believe it or not i can talk about 
these other type of relationships because believe it or not when I look back when I was in some of these situationships the guy was you know messing around with other women and I didn't know and in my life there were many times where I knew that a guy was you know cheating and I would still accept him back and I knew you know so you can say that I was technically in this situation so I've I've been in those situations so I can talk about these situations you know a lot of people well you can't talk about these polymorous situations you know you can't talk about these situations because you've never been in it in a way we've all been in some type of situation like that and we probably didn't know you probably just said you know what he cheated i'm just going to take him back and then he kept on cheating anyway you guys you you just have to listen to a person's perspective to really know where they're coming from and so my definition of monogamous means um it is you are choosing to be with one specific person all right even though let's say you have uh you're going on let's say it's just you you're a woman and you have that you're dating five guys okay you might be dating five guys let's say you're texting five guys you're dating five guys they're taking you out on a date i mean i've been through that <laughs> i've been through where i was texting multiple men you know what i mean would i call myself uh polymory polymorious or no i would not i would not call myself that simply because my standard was still monogamy i was not um basically i was not acting on my desires to be with like to be intimate and to be sexual with multiple people i didn't have them like okay i got five boyfriends you know my five boyfriends we're all gonna go we're gonna go uh to the movies we're gonna you know we're gonna do we're gonna go have sex afterwards and then i'm gonna introduce them to my friends and then they're gonna have well, yeah no it wasn't like that it, that's not how it was it wasn't where i was in a relationship with this person and i knew this other person was going be with some somebody uh, after that like i was completely open to it no i wasn't literally consciously open to something like that now if the guy was cheating and it was and i didn't find out then that's a different story but i'm saying there's many situations where a woman might have maybe you have five suitors maybe these you're going out you maybe go out a date with John Monday you know and you some such and such wants to take you out to eat or he's brings he's bringing you flowers on Tuesday that's not what i'm saying that is not considered something that is uh you know polymorous or whatever that's not considered something like that this is a person that is pursuing you and they like you that's fine when you get into a situation where you're in multiple open relationships this is when you're allowing you're saying okay you know what hey i'm in a relationship with you you're kissing on them y'all are going date you're dating like literally casually having sex with these people you're going out on dates and you're going having sex with these people and you are building this 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 uh, relationship with the, with that person that's when it becomes risky that's when it becomes something that is uh that you have to think about because at this point you have many factors to think about as for sharing and being in these type of things and so monogamy for me is is just my standard it's always been my standard um i've been in situations where yeah guys would i would talk to guys and i think i i don't know if i told you guys that in the episode but i was remember talking with talking to this guy and he would i would, would literally be there and he would make up an excuse uh break up with his girlfriend right there you know what i mean make up an excuse just to go with another girl and um 
I watched things like that. Like, I've seen things like that. You know what I mean? And then the other girl knew that he had a girlfriend. He knew that he would go back to, to, to her. The guy would say, oh, you know, I'm not with her. We're just, uh, that's just my baby mom. You know, you hear all those stories. And then they're still having sex with them. You know, they're still being with them. So this is another way how you, end, you find yourself in an open relationship. So I've seen a lot of things for me to know what I'm doing, what my standard is. And because of so many things I've been through, that this was always my specific standard of dating. My specific standard of dating would actually be, if you, if I was to get more specific, it would actually be courting somebody where um, me and this person, you know, that we we understand that we we uh, we understand that we're interested in each other. You know, we might meet up, we might get each other gifts. We understand, but our main purpose is to eventually settle down with each other it doesn't have to be anything forced you understand and the reason being is because when you're courting someone it's almost like you're you know a lot of people when they're engaged they're engaged yes they're engaged but they're still having sex you know all this stuff before the marriage and all this stuff and then usually this is why you see people their engagement get called off you know because the person might choose somebody else well in a courting phase you're not having sex with this person you're talking to this person and let's say this person decides to go another way you're not heartbroken you understand you're not like you haven't even yes you might be heartbroken because you felt like this was going to be your person this is the one but you haven't given anything to that person you haven't gave you know, gave all of that stuff. You haven't moved in with this person. You haven't just started this life with this person before that time. And that is why courting is very important. And I feel like a lot of people should court. Like you can be, you can like somebody and they can know like, okay, you know what? I like you, like you're not going nowhere. You know what I mean? But what happens is we give too much. We put we put too much on the table before we even know. And, and then we get upset when that person decides that they don't want us anymore, that person decides after two years, hey, I might find somebody a little bit more interesting or I I think that I'm going to go another way and we get upset. And I I get that. I understand how somebody would actually maybe get upset to feel like, hey, you know what? Um, This is not what I want to do anymore. This is not the way I want to go. You know, I, I get I get it because sometimes you you live with somebody for two years. You live with somebody for two years, three years, you know, even one year, and you've seen that person, you know who that person is. It really is really gonna take a lot for you to decide if this is the person that you wanna be with for the rest of your life. You understand? This is why some people they are in they're married and or they're married and or they're engaged for two years and then they just break off the engagement out of nowhere and then they go with another spouse it's like what was the point of getting engaged you understand after i believe after six months after six months of getting to know someone three months getting to know someone you're gonna know if this is somebody that you want to even deal with It, it has nothing to do a lot of people say well i need to live with that person to see how this person is I need to live with this person to see if this is the person that I want to live with, to see if they're crazy. If you go into that person, you meeting up with that person, you are kind of getting a feel from this person, 
you're going to kind of know, hey, if this is something that I want to do or not. But what happens is a lot of you guys, you move in too early. That's I talked about that before. You move in too early. You given keys too early. You're given all these commitments too early. And what happens is about time, it's time to get married. It's time to do these type of things. You don't have anything to look up to. You don't have anything to like, you don't have any, you've done everything, you know? And then you're tired of this person. You want to get out. You want to be free. This is how, this is why it's important to learn in your singleness, even during that courting phase, when you guys, this is when you guys are both in your own lives. This is very important to make sure that you're living your life individually. And I talk about individualism a lot uh, because it's very important. This is why it's very important for you to do that on your own because when you get together, nothing changes. Nothing changes. The only thing changes is you're sharing a habitat. That's the only thing that changes. You're still you, they're still them. You come in, you do things together, but you still have your separate life outside of each other. And so many people don't teach this. That's important for you to know. You have to have your own life because people are going to get tired when they feel like they have to text you back every two minutes, when they feel like they have to talk to you every five minutes. They should be able to come to you when they are ready to come to you. And then they should be able to, you should be able to talk to them and you should be able to be able to talk to them and catch up with them as if nothing has ever happened. That is going to make your relationship more interesting. That is going to make you so eager and happy to be able to come back and, and share everything with that person. And that's going to build a greater love uh, for you and that person. Okay. So monogamy is, is a standard for me because of, for so many specific reasons, this was some, this is something that I, it not only, yes, it's, it's a godly standard for me. It's a godly standard, but I personally feel that especially the person I am, it's too much work. I already work with people all day. I already do all these things. They have to deal with different personalities. It is too much to be dealing with five, six people on an intimate level. It's just too much. You understand? They're fighting each other. One person is jealous. They want too much attention. I don't have to live like that if I don't have to. And if I have one person that is committed to me, that loves me, that want to see me all the time, you know, me and my ugly self, if I have some person, a person that wants to do that and we want that for each other, then let's be it. We can do that for the rest of our lives. I understand that a lot of people are not they are not that way you know when you look at the animal species people say okay well we're 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 mammals you know we're animals we're not meant to be monogamous we're not meant to be but if you actually research there are some animals that are actually monogamous like the swan or like a certain bird they spend each uh they spend the like time with each other they die together and you see the stories is so beautiful how they meet and they don't they are with this person like literally till the end of time and you you do have some animals that are actually um polymorphs you know or they they you know like the lion they have multiple mate they're mating each other they're doing this and this is why 
you know, a lot of people grow up in the human species, you know, you go, they're going through incest, their family is having sex with family, you know, and then kids are coming out deformed. That is not what God called, how he called us to be. And if you're looking from a Christian point of view, that is not what we're called to do. It brings a lot of issues. It brings a lot of a strife and problems for people, for a lot of people. And it's not something that a lot of people can even handle. And so I understand just like the animal species, a lot of people might feel like, hey, you know, I'm going to cheat. This is in my natural instinct. I'm going to want what I want. Well, if that's what you're going to do, then you need to be honest with the other person and you need to let them go. Oftentimes, a person who is polymorous or polygamy will attract themselves to someone who is monogamous. For the reason, and some people, what they do is they attract themselves to them in with the intention of persuading them and being persistent to persuade them because that is what they, they want. I've had men who just completely enjoyed the sex with me and I was a monogamous person and I still am a monogamous person and they wanted to go, they were not, they wanted to go out and have multiple relationships and they constantly tried to persuade me to be in that type of thing and I would not. And it caused us problems. We argued a lot. I did not submit to that and I will not submit to that. And it was an issue for not only him, it was an issue for his other partners because they would stalk me. They would watch me. They would wonder why I was not open and, and polymorphous. They would call me jealous and possessive and it was not. I am not going to bend over my standard to please someone that's going to have me sick at the end of the day and having me in pain and I'm not going to gain anything from it. It's not an investment for me. So you have to ask yourself on this podcast, you have to ask yourself, what is your standard and stick to it? Don't let other people come in that don't have the same standard as you. You know, people, these these women were upset because it was causing the guys problems. He wasn't happy because he couldn't he couldn't have me and them anymore. He wasn't happy because I wasn't I and this was many guys. I'm not talking about a specific person, but he wasn't happy. So he would take that anger out on them. And then they were stalking me, trying to trying to be like me, trying to take on my personality to hopefully make them make him happy. And it wasn't working. You understand that that sounds very familiar. You know, it wasn't working. So what happened was I would get backlash for me not complying for something and, and not releasing my standard to someone who didn't care about me. And you shouldn't. You should stick to your standard and you're going to find somebody who is going to appreciate what you want. They're going to appreciate your standard. They're going to appreciate your way of life and you're going to thrive together. You're going to love one another and you don't have to settle. And it's very important to know specifically that you don't have to settle in these type of relationships that you do not want. This is not judging these type of people. Okay. Animals are like that. We don't judge the animals, you know. They mate, they live together, that's what they do because of the species. They are a smaller species. They mate because they're a smaller species. You understand? They're, they're, this is a smaller one. In a human population, there's so many people. You understand? There's there's so many people to, you don't have to do all of that. And so I'm going to keep my standard, okay? If you are on this podcast and you have a standard, I'm encouraging you to keep your standard. You're going to find a community that of people that are going to be right along with you. All right. You're going to find whoever you want to find. They're going to be right along with you. And you don't have to, you don't have to submit to chaos and you don't have to submit to having to be competitive and jealous with someone else all the time. And yes, 
you can people might say, well, you can learn a lot from polymorph relationship. You know, you can learn a lot from um, these type of relationships. You can see how they're so open and they're not jealous of the other person. Yes, that's fine. But that is, but everybody doesn't have to learn that lesson. Okay, every you might need to learn that lesson, but everybody else doesn't need to learn that lesson. And so I wanted to. Um, it was this woman. This guy told me about this woman. Um, his mom specifically. He didn't. He didn't agree with polygamy, but his mom was in a polygamous marriage. Um, the dad was had another wife, and they all lived together. And he said, you know, my mom is one of the strongest people in the world. Just seeing how what she has to go through, and she's so happy. Like she doesn't. She's not mad at the other woman. You know, they live together, and. I didn't agree with it. You understand? I feel like if I didn't have to go through it, I wouldn't. But she, in her religion, she she doesn't believe in divorce. You know, she believes in, um, like, you know, she's Muslim, yes, but she believes in, um, you know, staying with this person forever, staying with this person until, you know, they die. And I mean, just having to go through that. Yes, she's very strong having to go through that when she wouldn't, she shouldn't have to just because he decided that he wanted to bring another woman in you know and I'm gonna be honest no not every person is gonna sit there and take that they're not and should they have to no they should not they should not have to regardless of religious regardless of a religious standard you shouldn't have to sit there when when God told you that you know a man and a woman and this is your standard one person one person whatever and you have to sit here and go through chaos it reminds me of Abraham and you know Sarah Sarah didn't want to listen and this was Sarah she told Abraham that he can go sleep with another woman to so that they can hurry up and have a kid um and he did and it caused chaos for them it's the same thing it's the bible stories are just lessons in the bible that are that are good for us to look back on for ourselves I was looking at something and this woman said you know her husband can go have sex with another have a kid with another woman and come back to her i mean i don't understand i don't understand why are you what's the point of being married if what's the what's the point of saying you're married you go through all these oaths you're under god you know it, it really depends on who's marrying you i guess but what is what is the purpose what's the purpose i mean what do you just i mean do you just not have enough self-esteem to feel like that you can have one person for yourself it, it is i mean do you want i understand if like they're yeah you can be people's friends i get that but what's what's the point what's the point so then we have to think about people with this mindset they have a different mindset they have a different mindset they're thinking they're thinking on a whole nother level that's why when i'm listening to some of them talk i'm hearing some type of this stuff this one woman she was in a uh she was online she was in a polygamous marriage and um she had her husband had a co-wife and she said she settled for him this is why she settled she said she settled because it was just too much nobody would want her you know it was just too hard to be fighting and competing with other women to find a husband this is why a lot of these people settle for these same relate these uh open relationships because they they don't have their they get under too much pressure first off they can't it's like it's almost like putting your product on the market putting your product you're on the market putting your product on the market and some of these people get jealous if that person is not paying attention to only you you're upset about it you can't you know you feel like you can't 
um, you have to compete with these other women and you don't like that. And to be honest, you shouldn't have to compete with another woman. If a person doesn't want you, get it and move forward. But when you get to the point where that person is in a relationship and you get you're easily jealous you are you just get an overload and you're like you know what i can just let me just we let's just all be together i mean that's the part you can tell that you're you you can't you don't believe that you can have one person for yourself so don't judge and don't make other people seem like they are weird or obsessed because you you can't find nobody because you can't find one person for yourself so you gotta settle with other people that's your that's an internal issue for you you don't have to have that same standard just because you don't have that standard and you feel like you hitting 40 50 and you haven't found your swan doesn't mean that somebody else is not going to find their swan some people are called to be single for the rest of their life you know they might be called to be single for the rest of the life and that's look that's another topic to talk about i mean i knew a woman she was 70 she had no kids she was single yes she had different her little different relationships you know that's what she did and that was her and that's that's her that's her life that's not my life but for me this is my standard and for a lot of other people this is their standard and that's why i'm talking about it okay so hey we're out of time but i am going to see you guys on episode three all right make sure to check check out episode three I love you guys and I will talk to you guys then. Let me go ahead and say a prayer. I want to go ahead and uh, say a prayer before we I release you guys today. Um and I want to I want to pray because the Lord is putting this on my spirit to pray. Whatever you guys are experiencing, whatever you guys are going through and you are maybe you're feeling inadequate. Maybe you're feeling alone. Maybe you're feeling like you have to hurry up and find a spouse in a certain amount of time or you're going to feel left out i just want to encourage you that you don't you don't like you you're not you're not going to be any less of a person with the spouse with the partner or without a partner you're still going to be the same person and oftentimes we get into this trap where we feel like okay i have the house i i'm rich you know i have a car i got everything i wanted i'm traveling but i don't have anyone to share that with and so many people get lonely and they get like depressed because they're like, well, I, I did everything I, I want to do. And now I want to share this with somebody else. And I, I can't share that with somebody else. So I want to pray for you today, you know, that you release this burden of feeling the need, uh, not feeling content in the area of relationships. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, God. And God, I'm just praying for whoever is on this podcast that is feeling uh, the need or is feeling um, is not feeling content when it comes uh, to their relationships, Father God. And God, I'm praying that you give them a overwhelming uh, content, that you give them a content and you fill that void of not feeling um, not feeling content and feeling that they have to rush um, into this re- this next relationship and move into this next relationship and hurry up and find this next relationship for them to be content and happy or for them to feel like they made it. Lord, I pray that you fill that void for them and you let them know that they don't have to rush that. They don't have to rush into that relationship and that you are that relationship in their life. Let them draw near to you in this time 
and let them believe that you're going to connect them with whoever they're supposed to connect with in a specific time. God, let them not connect with anyone that they're not to connect, not supposed to connect with too early. Let them not rush into a relationship too early. Let them have the patience to wait for that relationship um, coming up for them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys. So I'm going to talk to you guys in episode three. Make sure to check out episode three. Make sure also to check out the other podcasts. You guys can leave me voice messages. You can leave me messages and ask me questions. Please leave me voice messages and ask me questions. Also, you can contact me at contact dot deborah marie rodriguez at gmail.com it's contact c-o-n-t-a-c-t at deborah marie rodriguez at gmail.com all right contact me you guys can email me ask me questions whatever you have to say uh regarding whatever you guys um whatever you guys want to you know talk about anything like that go ahead and contact me All right. Well, I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Bye-bye.